That negate our flesh At best, we're dying Trying to perfect the hustle Striving to avert this struggle But losing ground Dumbfounded Potentially prolific But mentally bounded And I'm astounded That we're still cramming that stem Packing that Dutch Keisha's still turning tricks And Sean's still locked up What the fuck we aspire for What we still lying and cheating for What you afraid of me for? I look like you, lost, confused, and abused like you. And the truth is, life is so hard. We're lost, we're broken, we're scarred. And the truth is, it can get better, it can get better. It's hard to breathe. To believe we're living But these conditions ain't getting no better I see my brother scheming He says he sees no reason To try to do right Cause it ain't getting no better It's hard to breathe It's hard to believe we're living But these conditions ain't getting no better
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Boys dances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poet. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Another show lined up for you guys today. And uh yeah, we gonna get into it today. Some things ran across my timeline. Things that's been going on in the news. And uh I think uh I think we get into some of these things. Now I want to play something for you guys. I want to play something for you guys. But first, to preface that, have you guys heard about the incident that happened in uh, Manhattan at a restaurant called Bell Fries, where you had some young women that were, no, they, they asked for extra sauce and, uh, they told him that the extra sauce was about a dollar twenty-five or a dollar seventy-five extra, and um, they went ham. They went ballistic. They pretty much tore up that whole restaurant, throwing shit, you know. And uh, when I seen this, you know, because I had heard about it at first, but I hadn't seen it, you know. But when I actually seen the video, like. Damn, my mouth was dropped, man. I was like, "Damn, man, this is," you know, and I and I pretty much equate that that behavior, you know, where we at, where we at right now, when you see acts of behavior such as that, you know, we gotta look at us as a people, like for us, you know, what I mean, Black Americans, that was not a good look. I'm sorry, that was not a good look. And to no surprise, you see that the media, they ran with it. You know what I'm saying? They ran with it. They they ran with it. They ran with that. And um, you see how they replayed it over and over. I'm talking about on the news, you know, and you see homegirl get up on the on the counter and she start twerking. I mean, it wasn't a good look for us. It wasn't a good look. But furthermore, more than that, 
we got to look at this mindset. Why is that the go-to? And then you see the people behind, you know, it's like a crowd of people and they're, and they're just recording it. They're recording the whole incident and it's like, wow, man. Nobody thought, say, yo, y'all just chill, yo, yo, calm down. I mean, they, they twisted that store up, broke down the partitions, you know, they, they destroyed, you know, electronics, computers and things of that nature. And um, it wasn't a good look. But what is it? What, why is it that this type of behavior, what is it about this type of behavior, man, that grabs us? Because I'm not in no way saying that this is, you know, the sentiment felt by black people in America. No, by any means. I know I, I know many people were appalled just, just as I was appalled, you know. And uh, I think we should talk about it, man. But talk about why the why because oftentimes you know we deal with issues and we want to deal with we want to deal with the actual incident we don't want to get too much into what caused the incident you know what type of behavior has been perpetuated that causes us to act in this manner so I was on Facebook and uh I came across I came across this one video and the brother was saying the brother was he was saying some deep stuff so I thought I would bring it to the show let you guys hear it and and see what you guys thought about it all right let's play this video let's play this clip real quick and make money. They had to be hyper successful. They had to get all the attention. They would make the music that gets the most attention, that quote unquote makes the most money. You get what I'm saying? They would just make music. They would they, they would figure out what they want to do and what they want to make. But will you you a nigga say he rap, nigga, okay, I want to see a Benz. Where's nigga, that chain? Where's a nigga could tell you yesterday, yeah, I'm about to start rapping. For sure, my nigga, where your car at? You eating, right? You a rapper. You got to have this. You got to have that. But now, like I said, that's why I be on niggas. Like, cut niggas want to call niggas artists. All this other shit. Shut the fuck up. For black people in general, cut, we sell trauma. Every hot movie, every TV show for the majority. That's why Atlanta was so fucking important. And it has traumatic elements. But sure. it's not just straight up, nigga, my life is trash. 12 Years a Slave, Nat Turner movie, Django, Moonlight. Let's keep it going. We can all name one right now. For black people, the, the black business is trauma. That's what we got. Keeping up with the Kardashians, all these other shows. They having a good time. It's reality TV just chilling. We ain't. We can't even have reality TV where niggas ain't trying to squabble. We selling trauma. So you expect a nigga to not perpetuate that when they trying to get out of a situation that they, you tell them that they ain't shit until they get out of it. Until a nigga got money, bro. Majority of time, the way we look at it, and the, I'm talking for the consensus, not everybody. The majority of people, just from what I've seen, is until you got some money, you ain't shit funny thing about it is niggas are so stupid niggas don't know where they come from and don't know we made everything if all you can give me is money like, nigga fuck you i can go find some money somewhere but a lot of people don't feel like that but you got to know your self-worth and your own importance if we not if we not solely motivated and we not tell each other you got to get money you got to get out you got you know we tell we tell these little girls they got to marry a rich motherfucker we tell these little boys they got to be athletes like if everything was so deeply rooted in attention and money then i feel like we would be in a better place. Everybody's head would be better. 
you could look at somebody who look like you, who is you, and not feel like shit because you look in the mirror and you appreciate yourself a little bit more. Profound. But what really got me, I mean, that was a deep, what the brother was saying, his his analysis was right on point. Right on point. And uh, it's years in the making. When you think about it, think about our upbringing. Think about, you know, the things that we were exposed to. It's trauma. And it seems like the entertainment world only want to broadcast black trauma. That's the only thing they want to display on TV. Black trauma, black greatness. You don't want to, you don't want to put that on. You don't want to put that on the tube. You want to put that where millions and billions of people can see. You want to see trauma and it directly relates to how we're treated all over the world. All over the world I said this before You wonder how foreigners come over here And they have a certain type of disdain For black Americans Not knowing anything about black Americans Never engaging with black Americans But come over here And think a certain way about black Americans Why? Why? You've you've never engaged with, with, with a black American You've never dealt with a black American but you have a preconceived notion or idea of how black Americans are. Why? And it's solely because of the way and our image that's portrayed in the media. So when I see this video, I like, damn, man. You know that expression, yo, that shit set us back 50 years. Yeah, that shit set us back, man. Because this this image is gonna be played, replayed commentary added to it all types of thumbnails and all that and you and you the behavior now these three women as far as i know of the story these three women were arrested they were arrested facing charges you destroyed a whole restaurant for what for what but it's a it's a mentality it's a mentality that's been in the making for decades. As long as I've been alive, it's been in the making. It's been in the making. We can look at the inception of hip hop. When we look at hip hop and how it started, <clears throat> how it <clears throat> how it started, it started out as fun, fun music culturally inclined music it was music talking about you know being fresh um, music talking about going to parties having a good time you know what i mean it was a couple of disc records here and there the competition aspect of it but for the most part hip-hop was about having fun it was about having fun you know it was something new generated created by us by us this never existed before Not in this form of format And it grew But you see that as soon as it became marketable They put their hands in it And they, and they corrupted it Gangster rap If you wasn't talking about blowing your brother's head off If you wasn't talking about treating a sister bad They didn't want to sign you You had acts when I was growing up back in the 90s You had acts like you know, poor righteous teachers. 
you had Brand Newbie in. You know what I'm saying? You had you had a whole bunch of different artists. You had X Clan. You had a whole bunch of different artists that was, you know, they whole they whole thing was to be conscious or to bring some type of consciousness to to try to bring some type of consciousness and awareness to the people in the community. But then somewhere in the 90s it became cool to just talk about gang banging, just to talk about shooting your brother up, just talking about just how many guns you got, how much you going to how much you going to do this to somebody, how much you going to do that to somebody. And you think it don't have an effect. On repeat, day in, day out, every the top ten, top ten songs. Listen to the top ten on your or your favorite radio station or whatever city you're in. This can be a test. Whatever city you in, you know how to be having the top five at five or the top six at six or whatever. Check your radio station out. Check your local radio station out and see what's the top number one songs in that rotation. See the top songs in that rotation and see. What type of what type of music is being promoted? What type of music make this top five? What type of music? And some people would say, "Nah, man, that's just them." That's, nah, it's not just them. There's always a cause to a problem. Problems is just not. Oh, it just happened. Shit just don't happen. There's always a reason if you if you analyze it. Long enough, hard enough You can find the reason or you can find the cause To whatever problem you're dealing with It's caused by something Things just don't happen just because And we have to be mindful We have to be mindful of what we expose our kids to How we, how we, how we train them and prepare them To have this type of entitlement We prepare them to have this type of you know, oh, it's all about me, this disregard for society. And this is the type of people we're raising. This is the type of this is the type of behavior that is going to, you know, is gonna run rampant. And I not and me personally, I don't really care about other people, about what they do. Because what they do is not gonna affect me. But what we do. What we do, we got to realize and understand that we're all reflections of one another, especially in the time that we're in today. Especially in a time where we don't get the benefit of the doubt. Other races get the benefit of the doubt. We don't. We don't get the benefit of the doubt. So when you when you when you thinking about, oh, you're going to be you have a world star moment and you're going to you're going to you're going to show your ass for the world. Think about your, your brother and your sister. Think about them. Think about think about what what type of image is going to be casted on them. How much harder you're making it for 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 the rest of us. You know, it's crazy though. It's crazy. How could you not look at that video and be like, damn? But it's all about that trauma. It's all about that trauma. People come from the war and they say, yo, this guy right here, this Marine, he got PTSD. You know, he was in the war. 
he was in Afghanistan, he was in Iraq, and uh, he, he got he got he got this PTSD where he he get flashbacks and all that, and it's caused from trauma. And we say, yeah, yeah, that's the that's plausible. Yes, it's trauma. We got to treat this. But black people ain't going to tra- going through trauma. We ain't going through the trauma from the Jim Crow. That that trauma didn't affect us. The trauma from the redlining. The trauma from the Klan. The trauma from every time we try to so-called pull ourselves up by the bootstraps is always something that's government implemented. Government complicity. The government is complicit in it. The same ones we we so-called elect, they're complicit in this biasness, this racism, in the law books. In the law books. But this doesn't cause any type of any type of trauma, PTSD. A lot of us, a lot of us, we're dealing with things, dealing with things as a result from living in a hostile environment. Being black in America is you're living in a hostile environment. You never know how this shit going to go. Never know how it's going to go. Living in a hostile environment at every turn. We have to be mindful. And it's not comparison and contrasting what we go through. Oh, oh, white person can do it. Yeah, that's just the way things are. We have to be mindful. You ever heard that expression, if you knew better, you would do better? We need to do better. But it's not a coincidence. This is what they promote. This is what they want. And, And it's sad that a lot of our young brothers and sisters, a lot of our older brothers and sisters have fell in fell into the trap and 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 take this assume this image as being fact you know take this image and say yeah I'm gonna assume this image yeah I'm ratchet ain't nothing wrong with having a good time there's nothing wrong with having a good time there's nothing wrong with being socially inclined there's nothing wrong with that but at some point in time, you have to be a responsible adult. Like, damn, I'm, one, I'm, I'm like, really, you know what I'm saying, for real, you think about their parents, what their parents think. Your child comes on the six o'clock news. It's crazy. Wasn't a good look. Wasn't a good look. But this behavior This behavior is something that's self-perpetuating. Can't blame nobody for this. You can't blame the white man for that. We know the underlying, you know, cause of the problem is is systematic, you know, systematic uh, things that they put in place to hold a certain people back, to marginalize a certain people. We know that's to be true, but certain things are becoming self-perpetuating. Some of these things are becoming like, oh, well, they just set you off, showed you how to do it. Now you can do it yourself. 
like the dope fiend or whatever the case may be. The dope fiend, when the when the when the when the dope fiend first starts shooting dope, do somebody shoot up for him? They show him how to do it. Show him how to, you know what I'm saying? No, shoot the, you know what I'm saying? Show you how to get the vein and all that. But then after a while, they know how to do it themselves. Become a pro at it. Become a pro. We got to look, man. We got to, we got to see, you know, we got to look and really, you know, first and foremost, take accountability. Take accountability. And get our shit together, man. I know what it is, though. You know, I know the fact that, uh, you know, if something is, is continually, you know, bombarded, like banged into your mind on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. You keep hearing, you keep hearing, I'm a bad bitch, I'm a bad bitch, I'm a bad bitch. You keep hearing that, you keep hearing that, you keep hearing that. And then you assume that image. So you start to, you start to look for the things that qualify you to be a bad bitch. Shit just look bad. It just look bad. But I understand though. I understand it's not entirely your fault. But we have to do what we do have to do is take some accountability. We have to take some accountability. We have to take some type of, you know, like hold on, like this is going too far. And it's and it's countless examples of that, man. It's count it's countless examples, you know, of us acting a certain way or assuming a certain image. That is not befitting of us. Homie made a point. He's like, how come all the hot movies? He said, how come all the hot movies, all the all the dope joints is 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 selling trauma? Django. 12 years a slave. Nat Turner movie. You know what I'm saying? All of the all of the bangers. Have we become conditioned? Have we become conditioned into believing that this is what we are? This is what we are. Have we become conditioned? You know, have we assumed this image? Something to think about. It's definitely something for us to think about. Cause really that 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 shit was a bad look. That was a bad look. But definitely we as a people, we need to start, we need to start to like, you know, really, you know pull each other up like really you know what I'm saying thinking about the type of company you keep 
You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You can't get no pass for that. But I do understand. I do understand that there's a cause behind the problem. And part of the and part of the solution to the problem is to educate ourselves. And when I say educate, I'm not talking about in the in the traditional sense of, oh, we're going to get an education that's been watered down. And no, I'm talking about educate ourselves, educate who we are, understand, you know, our worth. And a lot of us feel that way. He made a deep point. My brother made a deep point. He was like, he's like to a lot of us until you get money, you ain't shit. Until you get money, you ain't shit. It's like money is the overall, you know, sign of your success. We invest way too much time and effort in so-called chasing the bag. Chasing the bag. Money is definitely by default is going to come. If you, if you got a goal and you're pursuing your goal, money's going to come. Money's going to come. It's not about money more so than about principle. And a lot of times we sacrifice our principles. We'll put them shits on the chopping block for some money if the money's right. If that money's right, we put it on the chopping block. Man. Integrity? Fuck is that? And it's crazy. And that's the new wave right now. We've been through phases. We've been through phases. I remember the phase of the I remember the phase of the gangster. The gangbanger. Then it went through the phase of the drug dealer. Getting money, the hustler. Then you went through the phase of the scammer. Believe it or not, it became cool to be a scammer. Yo, I just zoed that dude. You know what I'm saying? So now I guess we're in the stage of getting the bag. Get the bag. Means that no matter what, if you get in the bag, you know, if you get in the bag, whatever you do is justified. That's what it is. Oh, I, I'm, I'm I'm getting a bag. Justify anything as long as as long as I'm, I'm getting that bag, and that's become. If you listen, listen to the youth. Listen to the way they interact. Listen to the youth. It's all about the bag. It's all about the bag. That's the that that's the whole the whole new wave. Yeah, I'm about that bag. I'm about that bag. But we got to be about each other. We got to be about each other. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to hear a couple of words from some of our sponsors. Hello. 
This is William S. Peters Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Interchild Press International offer to you his listeners and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code Spoken Soul to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at innerchildpress.com. And we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.innerchildpress.com. Thank you. And now, Two Cents with Written in Pain. Toward the end of the 90s, hip-hop lost two of its biggest acts. One of them being the late, great, notorious B.I.G. The other one, the late, great Tupac Shakur. Both these rappers rapped about violence in the inner city. Both of them promoted a certain lifestyle that perpetuated gangsterism in a kind of way that most youth idolized but a lot of people knew was fictional there was a term that existed back then called studio gangster and to be clear this was a rapper who rapped about a gangster lifestyle but didn't necessarily live it maybe during the whole decade we lost three rappers to gang violence or gun violence, or just some kind of street code. What I find ironic is that there's a generation of rappers that exist today, whether we call them trap rappers or drill rappers, that I don't think are as talented as the rappers of that day. However, these kids are not studio gangsters. These kids are really living the lifestyle that they're rapping about. These kids are really killing each other and making songs about it. These kids are really killing their friends and making songs about it. I don't know if Tupac, N.W.A., or Biggie Smalls knew what the seeds were that they were planting back then. But the irony is that the music that they made ended up being their demise. And when I look at this generation of hip-hop artists, whether it's XXXTension or Pop Smoke or numerous other rappers in the last five years, that's quadruple the amount of rappers that I lost during my whole childhood. I wonder about what effect that's having on the fan base of this music. I wonder what effect that's having on the youth, which makes up the general population of this fan base. I guess in closing, my message is this. 
you have to be very guarded about what kind of food your children intake because everything they eat don't enter their bodies orally. And the other thing that we need to consider is if hip hop has been allowed to become a cancer, then maybe we need to cut it out altogether. That's my two cents. Another two cents with my brother written in pain. Dope point. Dope points. It all, it's all connected. What we're talking about today. Do you think that, you know, you're consuming the the consumption you know, because consumption is done in different ways. You can consume things in different ways. And you're consuming violence, 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 violence. At what point in time do it become, oh, it, it, it's just music? Music is meant to inspire. We know this. Music is is meant to inspire. How often do you become inspired by a song? But sometimes we look at inspiration as being only something inspiring a person to do good. Inspiration is always looked at as being something good. But you can have inspiration to evil also. There's inspiration to to, to do bad things. A person can get inspired to do something bad, something detrimental. Inspiration. And we know that music, you know, is 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 like a, a conduit to inspiration. So when you listen to these these songs. And I'm not coming at no rappers and trying to say, oh, just, you know what I mean? Forget your livelihood. But at some point in time, we as a community, we have to we have to come to the realization of saying that, okay, let's support these artists. If this is their livelihood, let's support them doing their livelihood. Support them doing good music. Let's support them doing you know, like you got Talib Kweli, right? Artists like Talib Kweli. I forgot who said that. I think it was Jay who said that. I think it was Jig who said, he said, I would, I would prefer to rap like Talib Kweli. I would prefer to rap that way. But the industry, if you want to be so-called successful in the industry, you're going to have to rap this way. And how do you change that? How do you change that? We got to take a stand and be like, we're not going to support this music that's inspiring our babies to kill each other. At what point in time are we going to stand up? And this is any type of lifestyle you live. You don't got to be a goody two shoes to understand that this is about survival. At what point in time do we allow 
it to continue. There's an expression, the chickens coming home to roost. Malcolm used that, he used that expression in regards to um, President Kennedy's assassination. That was the statement that he made that got him, you know, uh, it got him silenced from the nation for 90 days. But that expression, it means that the violence, the things that you perpetuate, the shit that you put out there is going to come back and it's going to affect you. It's going to affect you. At some point in time, we have to understand that we raising these babies. What are we raising them to do? Why is it so easy? We talked about this before in the show. Why is it so easy for me to look at my brother and squeeze a trigger? Why do we get so hype? Or why is it so like, why is it so easy to like, yo, I'll kill you mother. You know, why is that so easy? Why is it the first you know, the first line of defense. I'll get a gun and I'll shoot you. This ain't something that's normal. There's nothing normal about that. When you get into an altercation, the first thing you want to do is get a gun. That's not, that's not normal. And the problem is that these kids today who are very impressionable have access to these guns they have access to them they have the means to get these things and they're listening to these songs matter of fact guns ain't never been more easier to get nowadays you see the youth you you walking around with dracos walking around with all types of you see all types of guns that they have access to coupled with the music that they're listening to and we already mentioned that music is meant to inspire the music is inspiring them I remember when Tupac dropped that song was it uh, Machiavelli that, that Hail Mary joint that Hail Mary joint that song that particular song it had it had a it had a, a melody that melody you know, if you if, if if you ever just sat down and listened to that song, it puts you in a certain mood. It puts you in a certain mood. That you listen to that song and you play that song, the first thing you it puts you in the mood for violence. Like it puts you in that mood, like you don't violate me, you you don't violate, I'm I'm going in on you. Like it puts you in that mood that like that attack mode. It did When it came out To this day It still do And you And you you see The effect of it You see How You know how Like Like in the two cents With written in pain You know The rappers that we lost Back then Like look at how many Rappers are falling some rappers before they even get a chance to blow up before they even get a chance like they be internet sensations before they even get a chance to get to a major deal or you know to get real exposure dead dead 
Ain't nothing cool about that. And it's the responsibility of all of us to see if this thing right here is destroying us. If it's if, if it's inspiring the kids to do dumb shit, why do we support it? Why do we support it? And we say, oh, it's just music. No, we have alternatives. But we as as the consumer, the consumer is our responsibility to tell the to tell the artist what you're willing to support. And if we can stand on that, if we can stand on that, we made mention of this in another show. Matter of fact, I don't believe that show was even aired yet. It hasn't been aired yet. But uh you guys go check out my song. You you guys go check out my song. Uh I forgot the exact the exact name. Of it But it's a pledge It's a pledge And my son is is uh, I'm definitely going to get you guys Some more information on it But I did We did mention it In another episode That hasn't aired yet We have an episode That's about to air On Roe v. Wade And when that When that um, episode airs it, it should be airing In a couple of weeks But when that episode airs It's some information about that And I'm going to make sure that I get some more information about it because I, I I feel it was a it's a dope pledge. It was a dope pledge, and uh, pretty much it was a pledge of one us stop supporting the music of these artists who make this music that's that's talking about nothing but violence, talking about killing. You know what I'm saying? Talking about killing each other and all this stuff. It's for us to stop listening to this music. Stop supporting this music And I think that the way The way that we can affect change in our community The way that we can affect change in our community You know From a standpoint of You know us as a people Is through economics From the standpoint of the world How we're being marginalized How we How we How we become How we become so you know how they, you know, they, they like, like we be, it's a lot of what you want to call, what's the word I'm looking for? Discrimination, how we're discriminated against. How when we're in the, we're in the car and we're driving from point A to point B or whatever the case may be, and we get pulled over by the cops, it's a whole different situation than if somebody of a different race get pulled over by the police officers. You know, many instances, regular traffic stops can end in a black person's death. Can end in our death. But we got to look at what we can do. What can we do? Economically, we can say, okay, we can stop supporting the, the companies that support the police that come in our neighborhoods and police unjustly. Who come in the neighborhood and just want to wreak havoc. This is this is how we can use our money, the money we make, economics. Our buying power in this country is over 1.7 trillion dollars annually. That's a, that's a buying power larger than the than the country of Canada. Think about it. Something to think about. Definitely something to think about. And we can we can use this to buy it's all about support. So if you stop supporting these 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 companies and you can find out who these companies support, 
Who's getting donations from your local police department? Who's getting this funding? Where these people, these, these companies donate millions and millions of dollars to the police department and some of these police departments are coming into the hood and they're treating us unfairly how do we change that we stop supporting those companies and we tell those companies why we're not supporting them that's our buying power we tell them we're not supporting you because you support them you know what they're gonna do they want your support they want that they want a piece of that 1.7 trillion dollars annually they want their piece Nobody's nobody. There's no consumers like there's no consumers like the black consumer. They all know it. They all know it. That's why they come up in your neighborhoods and and they and they set up shop. They set up shop in your in, in your in your neighborhood. That's why they come in your neighborhood. They set up shop in your neighborhood. They come set up shop and they never give nothing back. This is the reason why. This is the reason why. We gotta we gotta look at what they respect about us. And this 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 can be done also. It can be done also with the with the music industry. The music industry is a little bit different. It's a little bit different because they told you that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make you listen to what they want you to listen to. They're gonna make you listen to it. But we have that power to say, all right, look, nah, I'm not supporting that. Yo, you got bars, bro. I feel you. No disrespect. I feel I feel you got bars You got that talent man But uh, I can't support you Talking about killing another uh, Another melanated brother You know for some bullshit I can't I can't I can't put my money And support that Cause who knows Somebody that you inspire With your music Can come do some harm To me or my family That's the whole idea of The chickens coming home to roost It's not always a fucking party and it ain't always about oh, oh we just having fun. There's consequences. There's consequences. And when are we gonna be responsible and accountable for us to take that accountability as, as a community? As the people who are already marginalized, the people who've already been through the shit. We're going to sit here and tell them this is what we're going to listen to. And I guarantee you, if we stop supporting that type of music, if we stop supporting the music that inspires our babies to kill our babies, I guarantee you they can rap about something else. Support about music, about letting us know who we are. Making music about, you know, uplifting our sisters. Making, making music about our brothers getting their shit together. That's what we're gonna support. I, yeah, I urge you guys to go check out that pledge. I'm definitely gonna have some more information about that because I, I believe it's a noble cause. Shout out to my son. You know, I believe it's a is a noble cause, and it's gonna take, you know, it's gonna take accountability from our part. It's gonna take accountability. We gotta act like we give a fuck. Because we're taking that approach Oh it ain't my business It ain't my business It ain't my business 
and all these rappers you or that's inspiring you to do this dumb shit, they're living, they're not living, they're not living in these neighborhoods. They're not living in these neighborhoods where there's a war zone. They in a private gated community some fucking way. But they can't do that without your support. They cannot do it without your support. Think about it in another way. Would you help an individual gather the the, the ingredients to make a cake that's going to kill you? Like, yo, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking for some I'm looking for some arsenic. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I can get some? What you need arsenic for? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it in this cake that's going to kill you. Nah, you ain't got to worry about it, man. It ain't going to kill you right away. It, it's going to take it's gonna take a few years and all that to kick in. But you know where I can get some arsenic? What would you say if a person told you that? The chicken's coming home to roost. Chicken's coming home to roost. We got to think about it. We got to have some type of accountability. And I know, you know, people say, well, look, they want to they ruin their life. That's them. That's them. But that's the problem. With us as a people, we've been conditioned to believe that we have to be individually inclined to be successful. The whole idea of being black in America is saying that you can't come together. Every time we try to come together and do something collectively, it's foiled. Plans are thrown off, it's infiltrated, it's some crazy shit that happens. And mainly it's because they don't respect us enough to understand that we have a strong knit that you ain't gonna infiltrate us. You can't infiltrate us. You can't infiltrate us. Easy to infiltrate and infiltrate black people. You can get infiltrated by black $20. Because we make everything about money. We make everything about money. We make everything about the bag. Yo, I got to get that bag. I got to get that bag. Get that bag. What type of world, what type of world are you creating for your babies to come into? What type of world? I couldn't be a responsible father if I didn't say nothing. If I didn't speak out. Some of this music, some of the music that I hear, it's fire. Like, yo, that's dope, man. Nice beat to it. You know what I'm saying? Nice beat. But if you just talking about, yo, I'm gonna, I'm about to ride on this dude. Yo, I'm about to kill this dude. Oh, they know this and niggas know who I am and I bust my gun and all. Man, I can't support that, man. I can't. And I'm not going to say like I haven't supported it in the past because I have. I've supported it in the past, but today is a new day. I'm taking the pledge. I'm taking the pledge and I promise you guys, I'm going to find out everything I need to know about this pledge and I'm going to bring it back to you because I'm taking this pledge. I can't. Not in good conscience. My daughter's about to be five years old. She's about to be five years old in about another week or so. And I got to think about, you know, I got to think about her. 
I got to think about the music that may cause her some type of mental anguish at some point in time. Another bitch, another hoe and all that. Like, come on. We're way too creative. We're way too creative to be like, oh, this is all we have to offer. Like Tank, I don't know if you guys caught it. Tank did the, uh, I think he was doing Drink Champs. And he was saying, he was saying that song uh, by that guy, the white guy, what's his name? Um, I forgot that, Sam something. But that Stay With Me, Stay With Me, that joint. And uh, he was like, he said, he said, he said, if I was to sing that song, low bandwidth, it would get no playtime. No playtime. He said, but this guy, Sam Smith, I think is his name. But he sings it, song everywhere. Everywhere. High, high rotation, heavy rotation. He said, I couldn't sing a song like that. If I sung a song like that, it would get no airplay. You know? So for him being an artist, him being an artist, he can't he can't sing the music he wanna sing. He can't sing the stuff about, oh, let's keep black people together and yo, let's do this, let's, you know what I'm saying? He gotta have some form of ratchetness in his music in order to get that type of airplay, in order to get something that that's gonna be on that that top 10 at 10 or that top seven at seven. He gonna have to say something ratchet. How my brother said in the clip that we played, he said living. In, he said uh, the Kardashians that that Kardashian show. He said they 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 on that show having living life, having fun. Can't have a black show like that. It's always got to be some type of drama. And we're the ones who pretty much, you know, perpetuated. We have the power to stop it. We have the power to stop it. Because it's our money that supports this. And at what point in time would this violence come back to us? Like in the two cents were written in pain. He said, uh, the violence that Biggie and Pac, and I'm a Biggie and Tupac fan. The violence they rapped about was ultimately the violence that took their lives. And it's definitely something to think about. It's definitely for us as a, as a community. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, if you listen to the Spoken Soul Sessions podcast, it's time for us to stand up and take some type of action. Because if not, it's going to get worse. It don't regress and get, it don't get better from here. You, you increase and you keep increasing, you're going to find newer ways. You're going to find newer ways to do dumber shit. And the inspiration that they're running for is the bag. So if you want this bag, aspire to something more than this. Teach my babies something more than this. Inspire my babies to love each other and not kill each other. All these rappers, uh, I was just on Clubhouse not too long ago, a few days ago, had a had a uh, a dope conversation, you know, a dope discussion. You know, if you guys know anything about Clubhouse, you know it can get really heated. But uh, I was I was in the uh, 
I was in one of the rooms. I believe we the bag, we the bag. I believe that room. But it was a it was a profound conversation in there. It was some some dope conversation going on about what's going on in our world. And we gotta we gotta at some point in time stand up and be like, yo, look, we 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 gotta change this shit. We're not gonna keep tolerating this because at some point in time, at some point in time, all of this that that we that we project out will come back. It will come back. And if we're not thinking about it, we need to think about it. Let's stop supporting things that kill us, man. Let's stop supporting things that mean us no good. You look at these Chinese restaurants in your store, in your, in your community. You look at all these, you look at all these different stores you have in your community and look at the food that they try to bring into the community. Look at the food. Look at the food they they they, they give you. Look at the food that they 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 put on display for you. In the hood, they got a diet of chopped cheese, chopped cheese, French fries, and soda, and you know what I'm saying? Nothing healthy. There's nothing healthy. There's nothing wrong with indulging every once and again in some comfort food. Nothing wrong with that. But you don't see, you can't open your eyes and see that it's an effort. There's an effort. They furnish our communities with fried foods and liquors. Maybe they figure niggas die quicker from ulcers and cirrhosis of the liver. Think about it. Think about it. This is when you look at a community, you go into a community and you look at the stores. Look at the stores in the community. It tells you everything you need to know. It tells you everything you need to know. Is this a community conducive to, to your betterment? Or is this a, a, a community conducive to your demise? We got to think about it. Look at our community. Look at the look at the stores in our community. And you tell me if, if it's not a slap in the face that you can't get fresh produce. You, you can't go a place where you can where you can get, you know what I'm saying? You got to travel far and beyond. When you see all the Whole Foods, fresh, fresh fruits, um, fresh fruits, grains and things of that nature, easy accessibility to it. You see all those Whole Foods and all those good stores with all this wholesome food. It's not in your neighborhood. Why? It's not in your neighborhood. And it's a reason why, because that's how much they think of you. Why the music that's in heavy rotation on the radio in, in, in your city, why do it promote violence? Why do this music promotes people to do dumb shit? Because they got you believing. It's like, what, what came first, the chicken or the egg? They got you believing, okay, no, this is the music that the rappers is, is, is rapping and you just got to be hip to the music. You just got to know the music and all that. And you just got to, nah, man, that's bullshit. It's the reason why they play the music they play and the frequencies they play it on. It's the reason why. But we have to wake up and understand that we can change this shit. Stop supporting the shit that's going to kill you. 
If the stores in your community can't offer you good, healthy food, then you should stop giving your power to them. Stop giving your money to these stores that's, that, that want your demise. They're going to kill you and then they're going to do it to your kids. Then they'll do it to your grandkids and so forth and so on. At what point in time are we going to stand up and say enough is enough? But we're going to have to be accountable. We're going to have to be accountable. The whole world don't revolve around a fucking bag. Money, money, money is going to come. Money is going to go. But under no circumstances should money determine, you know, whether you are you a person of, of principle or not. Are you a person of principle or not? You got, you got, you, you, you flash enough money in front. Of, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why they do the rewards. That's why they do the rewards. That's why they do the rewards. And the rewards ain't no real money. $10,000. You got any information about what happened? Da, da, da. That's when you hear people start calling in. Calling in. Yeah, I know where he at. I know where he at. $10,000. Yeah, I know where he at. We got to stop supporting each other in wrong. And start supporting each other in good. Inspiring each other to do good Inspiring each other to, to love one another So when I look at you When I see you You know I'm not a, You know what I'm saying I'm not, I'm not afraid of you You know I remember I tell this story one time I mean one time You know When I was traveling I was I was doing some touring Going to different states And performing And things of that nature And uh, my road manager was like You know what I'm saying It was It was this it was like like I ain't gonna say like a house party, but it was like a like an event where it was gonna be like it was in the hood. It wasn't it wasn't something it wasn't something that was you know like that was in a venue or something like that. But it was like a, like a get together. But it was like a, a hood joint, and I wasn't from there. I wasn't from that city. You know what I mean? So he was like, yo, so we I got pretty much got invited. And yo, black, yo, come to this, come to this event, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'll be there. So my manager was like, nah, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like weary. You know what I mean? He's like, nah. And I was like, yo, man, I'm not afraid of my people, man. I'm not afraid of my people, man. I'm not afraid of them. And I don't want to be afraid of my people. But the shit we've been doing of late, it makes me afraid of our future. It makes me afraid of our future. We gotta wake up. So I'm definitely gonna get you guys that information. The next podcast I do, I'll have that information. And uh and I'm gonna take the pledge, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna urge all of you guys. To take the pledge man Take that pledge We're not going to support this man We're not going to support this We're not going to tolerate it Because no matter what form of Or what lifestyle you live You know what I'm saying Pretty much You know We we all expect our children To grow up in an environment Where it would be conducive To them being better man Let's be better Let's be better It's crazy. We've we've endured this shit too long. And let's show them support. 
Let's support the artists. Let's support the artists that's out there inspiring us to greatness. Let's support them. Let's make them the hot ones. You know, if you don't got nothing to offer us but guns and drugs and all this dumb shit, man, we don't want it, man. It's getting out of hand. We don't want it no more. My people, man. If you listening to the sound of my voice, I love you. I love you. I want the best for you. Understand that. Thank you guys for spending this time. Another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. And uh, you know how I do it. It wouldn't be right if I didn't end the end the show with some inspiring words. Family. If you can hear the sound of my voice, understand that we are so much stronger together. Together we can affect change. We can affect change in our community. We can affect change in our lives. We just got to want to do it. The time is over for sitting back, standing idle, and just watching this shit happen. We have to be proactive. I'm going to urge you guys to go take that pledge. I'm going to get that information for you guys, but go take that pledge. I want you to know, Spoken Soul family, I love you. And I hope you love me too. Peace.